1: Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Uh, Matt, it's Friday here in Pittsburgh. We're finally starting to dig out of everything here. The Steelers having their, what would essentially be their Thursday practice today. Right, right. Uh, they'll have one more practice on Saturday before they uh, have their walkthrough Sunday and then head to Cincinnati for a Monday night football game. Um, looking here at the uh, Football Outsiders DVOA rankings. Okay. Uh, Steelers losing two in a row. And people uh, obviously down on them. And, uh, but he, you know, this isn't a team that can win now. They've lost, two, you know, two in a row. Sure, Their DVOA rankings still has them at 23.5, which is fourth in the league. Mm-hmm. Down a okay. little bit. New Orleans is sitting there at the top of this at 28.6. New Orleans is number one at 28.6. Tampa Bay, two at 27.7.
2: Tampa's been really high all year for their Yeah, NBA. I'm not exactly sure why, but, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know uh kansas city at 25 and the steelers at 23.5 okay.
2: not that, too far off not right, right, right. yeah
1: and again this after your two worst games actually your three worst games of the season they were
2: they were the three worst games. i mean that's the that's obviously the feeling of the mindset is they've been exposed injuries or they're they weren't as good as we originally thought i'm not on board with that i mean i think that I said both on Mark and Stan's show this week that I think when we look back at the 17-game stretch, this week will be the lowest point on the stock exchange. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, this will be the cheapest that stock is going to be. It was a rough stretch. I mean, it really was.
1: There's so. no, there's no doubt about it. And they're still number one in defense. Um, the offense has fallen out. The offense is down to 20th. Okay. That the offense sense. has not been good the last, the last few weeks, and that's, that's something. But you sent me this the other night, last night, and it was about the pass rush. Right. The Steelers have the best pass rush in the AFC – well, they have the best pass rush in the league. But oh, there's, yeah, right, right, right. But there's no other team in the AFC playoff field, and we now know, I think, with Oakland losing yeah, last can, night, yeah, we could pretty about. much say who that's going to be. And they qualify, be.
2: too. They're not any good either. Yeah.
1: Um, it's not even close. And, it's and not even close. Beyond that, when you start looking at the defenses as a whole –
2: it's not that great. In the right.
1: AFC playoff field. I'm looking here, I got the, the defensive D V O A, uh, on Football Outsiders. Steelers are number one. Okay. Minus twenty four point four. Number two is New Orleans at minus seventeen point five. Can make sense. Yeah. So there's a bigger gap between the Steelers defense and Number two. The sa- the number two, the Saints, than there is between the Saints as an overall team and the Steelers. Okay.
2: Real quick, what were the numbers on defense again?
1: They're minus twenty four point four. And what were the Saints? The Saints are minus seventeen point five. So about a seven point difference.
2: Who's minus ten?
1: Minus ten is is Indianapolis or Chicago's actually minus nine point nine. That that would be number seven.
2: So the gap from one to two is the same as from two to seven. Yes. I mean that's. I mean, want to see how big of a, a lead the Steelers have really on number one. And okay, I don't mean to derail you. You're doing, but I have a feeling what you're up to with the AFC. Uh, so I, I'm looking
1: there. here. You, the Saints are number two. The Rams are number three.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Washington is number four. Tampa Bay is number five.
2: I mean, all these teams aren't in the AFC.
1: Number six is Indianapolis. They're minus eleven point three. So there's a thirteen percentage point gap there between, between the Steelers the, and Colts. And the number two, defense, the number two in the, defense in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, number seven is is Chicago. Baltimore comes in now at eight. Hmm. Their defense has really fallen off. They were much higher a little bit earlier.
2: Yeah. They, I mean, the, the they just, gave game, five, they sure just give help. up 500 yards against the Browns. Right. The Browns game did not help their cause.
1: <laughs> so they're minus 7.2. So the Steelers are essentially 17 percentage points better on defense
2: than the other contenders. Than,
1: than the Ravens. Right. Then you got Arizona at minus 6.1. San Francisco at minus 5. But you have to go down to the next playoff team. Is all the way down. Kansas City at eighteen at, at middle of the road, positive four.
2: Wow. So I mean they're below
1: average. So they are twenty eight points behind the Steelers. Wow. In defense. Now, if we want to look at that offensively,
2: uh, real quick, who are a couple of the others? Where's Tennessee at? Where is Cleveland? <laughs> I mean, there's some bad ones too. Cleveland
1: I mean, is twenty third.
2: Okay, and they're probably falling too after. Yeah, they're the they're Ravens. a plus.
1: They're a positive seven point seven. So they're seven point seven. Like zero is where you want to be at, yeah, yeah. if you're if for an average. So they are seven point seven below average. Oh, uh, Tennessee is ten. They're, Plus ten. They're, yeah, they're twenty sixth.
2: 26, Wow.
1: Um, yeah, and the rest of these teams. That, wow. I mean, that's your AFC playoff field, right? There's not very. There's not good defenses.
2: No, there really isn't. And it dawned on me yesterday. It's why I sent you the text because Bob Labriola, a friend of the show, asked me to write. Little capsules of all the potential AFC teams, you know, strengths and weaknesses. And I'm starting to real. I'm sitting there looking through, and I'm going through a lot of different categories. And like, man, and you mentioned this too. Chris Jones is a good is a good pass rusher. DeForest Forrest Buckner is a good pass rusher. You know, I mean, yeah. of those. They've got seven
1: one. Teams.
2: Yeah, someone has. Yeah. some good guys there. The Bills kind of rush the pass passer, okay, but they don't have a, a stud. But none of them are even close to the Steelers in terms of ability to affect the quarterback. Yeah, three or they're four guys
1: close. that can that can get after it and, in the and, whole playoff field. Yeah. right, right. Looking at it offensively, and I know people say, "Well, offensively, the Steelers aren't very good, and they mm-hmm. you know that's where they're going that's where they're going to lose here." So, Green Bay is actually the number one offense now.
2: Yeah, they're I mean, plus yeah. twenty
1: eight point six. And I think that's because they can also, they, not only do they throw the ball obviously very well, so they Kansas can run City's it. Kansas City's the best passing game, yeah. but it's. Green Bay can run, run it on you. On you. If, if, if you have, yeah, I don't know that Kansas City is going to line up and run on any, like effectively I, super well.
2: No, I agree. They've
1: done agree. it a couple of times, but that's not how they want to play.
2: it was very early in the year, yeah.
1: too. And, and, you know, their line has gotten even more banged up. They've mm-hmm. lost Assembly and some guys like that, that, you know, they, they don't
2: have. They don't run it much. They
1: can't run it much. Uh, Tennessee is actually third now at 21.8. Wow.
2: That offense is humming. And, yeah. And, you know, Tannehill was high on the ranks yesterday, and they do everything pretty well, too. Uh,
1: Seattle now fourth. Um, Tampa Bay fifth. The Rams sixth. The Steelers are down at 20th. Mm-hmm. So they are minus 2.1. Okay.
2: So that's below average. So right.
1: essentially they're, they're 29 points behind... The number one, the number one off—I'm sorry, number two offense. That's Kansas City. The number one offense is going to be in the AFC playoffs. But that's the same difference between the Steelers' defense and Kansas City's defense.
2: Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, there's the
1: same gap there. Right. The difference to me, however, is that this is the low point for the Steelers' offense this season. They have not been lower than this.
2: I think it only goes up. Yeah. these last week from now, post Cincy, I bet it's higher.
1: It's going to be much higher. Yeah, yeah. Um, Baltimore's offense, which everybody's well, it's just waiting. They're 18th. They're
2: .1. That's after going crazy on the Browns, too. right? Right. I mean, they
1: are. They're barely above the Steelers.
2: I mean, they're at. They're as average as you could be. I mean, they're they're .1. They're yeah. zero is average.
1: Indianapolis's offense is is 16th. They're 1.3. Hmm. So those are the other two de- teams defensively who were. In the same neighborhood in the as same the Steelers.
2: Neighborhood, but but well behind.
1: Well, yeah, well behind them. Well behind. The Steelers are in that neighborhood offensively.
2: Right. And we and talked about it
1: all last season, like. If they just had an average offense, they'd, they'd, be, really <laughs> they'd be really good. Well, now they have an average, <laughs> have an average offense, offense, and they have the league's best defense, yeah.
2: and they're good on special teams, and... We got, a, right. we
1: got a little spoiled there for, you know, there was a, a three- or four-week stretch here where the Steelers' offense was really humming, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this is a really good offense, and,
2: and, you know, couple that with this defense. That's when they look like the best team in the league. Sure, sure. And... I think we're both on the same page that the offense really has nowhere to go but up. It's, I don't think it's going to be last year's offense. Yeah, the
1: they're of not the going ahead. to continue running for 50 yards a game. Right, right. I agree. And they're I think not that going to. Can, Roethlisberger's them. not going to continue to average a, a turnover a game when he didn't do that all season. Like,
2: right, I agree with that too. I mean, I also expect, and you laid this out really well earlier in the week. I think they'll the degree of difficulty of throws will go up a little bit. Yeah. I think they're going to have to stretch it a little bit more. I mean, have to.
1: They've also, if you, when you look at this, okay, they, they struggled against Washington. Where was Washington? Washington was the fourth best defense uh-huh. in the league.
2: Yeah. And the okay. Bills are low, but have played a lot better. <laughs> the Bills have
1: better guys than what they've and been they playing. And they have good like players. Yeah.
2: Right. I mean, they're... They've been top five DVOA the last couple of years. I mean, that's a not. I don't think that's a bad defense.
1: No, the Bills defensively, they're DVOA. They're 16th. They're slightly above average. They're they're mm-hmm. minus point three.
2: It wasn't long ago they were like 25th. Right. Basically, I mean, they were they were the right bottom defensive. of the league.
1: Right. So it's it's getting better for them. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and the Colts' D will be a test. Yeah. No oh, yeah. question.
1: But realistically, if you look at the Bills and the Steelers, they're kind of flip. They're kind of opposites right now.
2: They are. But to your point too, whoever the Steelers face in round one,
1: they've got a big advantage. Th- their on defense, defense isn't
2: going to be all that great, and their pass rush isn't going to be all that great. Yeah. Doesn't matter who they face, unless yeah.
1: they play the Colts, and in, in which case, yeah. again, I'll take the very good defense against an average quarterback.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I agree it, who with is Philip Rivers? Right, right.
1: Um, you know
2: I, who's affected by pressure? The, like, yeah. The, the other
1: part of the equation here is, again, the Steelers aren't going to face that. Mm-hmm. They, they're not going to see Washington. They're not going to see. Uh, New Orleans. They're not going to see the Rams yeah, right. in the first round of the playoffs, or even the second. They're not going to see the, in the AFC playoffs. Yeah, you, they you won't know. play a better defense than what they have. They won't play a top.
2: They wouldn't, it really wouldn't be a comparable one. No, there's, yeah, nothing, there's right. nothing there. Because, because that was one of the things I was doing for that article was like, well, one of the weaknesses of Baker and Rivers, well, they're greatly affected by pressure. Well, there's only one team that can really screw with them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That they could face. Yeah, I guess the Colts could you know, give the Browns a hard time possibly, but – All in all, that's not a terrible weakness to have in the AFC is a quarterback that doesn't handle pressure that well. Unless Unless, you're playing Steelers, right? Right. (laughs) Unless you happen to get that draw.
1: Yeah. Um, If looking at the special team stuff, just because well, we got it here in front of us. Uh, New England's number one. Yeah, pretty much just off the basis of that one game against the Chargers. Oh, yeah, that. Right. <laughs> I mean, that was probably worth ten percentage points. <laughs> I
2: bet no one's ever jumped more than that.
1: Uh, it was just huge. Uh, Baltimore is now number two. Okay. They just don't miss any kicks. Um,
2: Miami's usually really high too.
1: Miami's three. The Steelers right now are, are 14th at uh, positive 1.2. You want to be on the positive side of mm-hmm. that one, um, but they're they're just yeah, fine. Yeah, the, the special teams have slipped a little bit here. Uh, Boswell's missed some extra points. Uh, the coverage units, I, th- I thought, against that was one of the things against Buffalo that I thought was not great. Not where it's been. Yeah, not where it's been. They they allowed some not long returns, but they had chances to, to pin them back deeper in in, in, mm-hmm. t- in their territory and the guy would break a tackle. Or...
2: And, and recently McLeod has made some questionable decisions yeah. about coming the in. The return game out. has not been what it was. That one. Yeah. You know, so that uh, I'm sure hurts them. Um, but, but all in all, I think it's been – a, a good special team season. I think they've developed some more core young special teamers. Uh, I think they do have a returner. Uh, I think they clearly have a kicker. You know, it was that not everybody does. We saw that last night. Um, so this is a Football Outsiders note, and I've mentioned this before. They kind of value if it's a ten-piece pie, five pieces are offense, four pieces are defense, one is special teams. Is how they think a, a team. You know, kind of how how they weigh things to some degree.
1: Yeah. Um, even at this point, if you're looking at their estimated wins based on how you've played, if, if you actually, if you look at the unadjusted total DVOA, the Steelers are number one. Are they? Now, when you factor. Because they played an easier schedule. Yeah, when you when okay. you factor in the schedule and everything else, that knocks them back a little bit. But they're, 33, they're plus 33, and number two is. So, in their
2: opinion, they've put the best product on the field.
1: Week in and week out.
2: Irrelevant yeah. of who's on the other side of the ball.
1: Number two, number two is New Orleans at thirty point four. Okay, um, and then you. But if you look at their estimated wins, what they should have right now, mm-hmm. based on how they've played, the Steelers should have nine point four wins. Wow. Okay. So they've they've done what they've you know they've actually outperformed.
2: Yeah, be right. Right. The right. schedule.
1: Uh, Kansas City's number 1 at 10.6, Tampa Bay 2 at 9.8. So Tampa Bay's actually been a disappointment.
2: Yeah, they they've played better than the results have ended up. For yeah.
1: Them. Um Buffalo for- Buffalo's actually number 4 at 9.2. Okay. Uh, New Orleans is at 9.2. The Rams are at 8.9, Green, po- Green Bay 8.6, Seattle 8.5. Where did it- you say
2: Pittsburgh was on that list?
1: They're number 3 at three. 9, okay. 9.4. Okay. Um, so there's a lot there that says that this is still a good football team.
2: Yeah, I think people have you know, jumped off the bridge way too early on this. That again, I think this will be the lowest the stock goes down all year. That doesn't mean they're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, right. I'm a, but I, I expect them to blow the doors off the Bengals, to look fresher, to look more explosive, to tackle a little better, to block a little better, you know, and, and to try some new things on offense. And, you know, and, and you mentioned this, I think, the other day. Like, okay, the offense has gotten predictable. We all agree that, that that's the case. And you and I both said it's best to throw these people out of it. But that doesn't mean Feitner and the offensive staff have no idea what they're doing because it worked so well for so long. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, why would you scrap the game plan when you're winning every game?
1: I agree. And, and you know, I, again, you know, now – you have, you've had some time to, okay, it didn't work in this past game. You know, if it didn't work against Washington, you, against Washington, you didn't have any time to prepare anything that was Washington specific. Mm-hmm. Or right, very right. little things, very few things that were Washington specific. Yep. This past week against Buffalo, you did. Right, 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 right. Okay, that didn't work. So now. That should be the eye opening yeah, time. Let, okay. Let's start changing some of this stuff that we're doing because, mm-hmm. you know, teams have, have caught on to this.
2: Just because we stumbled against a really good defense in Washington and didn't prep for them. Doesn't mean we have to scrap what twelve games of good stuff, right? For, uh, for the Bills, and you couldn't make now that change, change
1: coming out of the game against the Ravens. Again, you had four days, yeah, four days, right, to, to prepare One for that practice. game against
2: Washington, right?
1: Well, now you know, and so you spend this week changing yeah. things up a little bit,
2: right? And you had a nice long week. The, the coaches had an extra day of, of tape work, and it's not a bye week, but you certainly could. not I'm sure Tomlin's orders to the all the position coaches and game planners are. Hey, you know, we need to change some things up. We can't just go with the same script.
1: Yeah. Uh, I got some news out of uh Cincinnati. Brendan Allen not practicing again today. Wow. Wow. I don't know. He I don't think he plays. He said the, the the report is that he is walking around with a slight limp. He looked bad. You can't put him out third, there against but, this defense when no, he can't protect himself.
2: It doesn't even change my opinion of who wins this game. No, <laughs> absolutely like not, but I, mean, it's, 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 it I think he's
1: he's slightly better than Finley. Right, I agree with that. Yeah. Finley's really bad. Finley's real, Finley would be the worst. Like, you said it yesterday when we were looking at the quarterback yeah. rankings. Allen was 32nd. Finley's probably 50th, Yeah, if not lower.
2: Like, Allen, to me, can be a backup somewhere. Yeah. Finley, I'm not sure, should be in the league. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I would
1: take both Steeler backups.
2: I would, too. Over Finley. Finley is a really weak arm. Yeah, he doesn't have playmaking <laughs> traits to make up for, <laughs> or great accuracy or timing. You know, or, like or, yeah, 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 okay, right. he runs a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. He's not a good quarterback. No, they benched Andy Dalton for him last year too. Yeah, which He's is nuts. I mean, that that
1: franchise uh, since firing Marvin Lewis has won what four games?
2: I looked at this last night. Coach Taylor has a winning percentage at 16.7. Yeah. They win 16% of their games. Yeah. Wow. It's I not mean, good. Really bad.
1: And, Bo, by the way, Marvin Lewis is the winningest coach in Cincinnati Bengals history. history. Right, right, right. Including having more wins than the guy they named a the franchise after.
2: <laughs> and I'm not even <laughs> sure Taylor's a bad coach. I, mean, I don't to know to either, but I wouldn't. It's have a on the hot seat or super
1: like bad situation. Like if the Bengals' There's job opened up right now. It would be attractive because you've got the quarterback in place. Yes, but that would be the only thing that's attractive about it.
2: Yes, I mean that's a nice one, but you're clearly fourth in your. There division. would be some
1: other. There would be three or four other jobs that would get much more. Oh yeah, because yeah, the other yeah. thing is, is the Bengals don't pay.
2: I was going to say, I bet it's not all that well paying. But
1: would you? Would you rather? I'd rather go to the Chargers. Oh, I'd, right. I'd rather. I'd rather. Go. I'd rather go to. I hate to say it. I'd rather go to the Jets or Jaguars because you're. You,
2: you know, get your burrow. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna get your. You're, you're,
1: you're gonna get the chance to pick your guy, whichever one you want. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Again, I'm not suggesting Taylor should be on the hot seat, but you win 17% of your games, 16% of your games. So you can't ignore that much. Well, the seat's know. very
1: hot next year.
2: It's got to be. It's got. I mean, be. It's, right. it's smoking hot. Yeah, I mean, you can't win under 20% of your games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, that's you. That's <laughs> it's you, Right. That's right. horrendous. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyways, we're going to take a break. Uh, He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, We'll be back right after this talk more Steelers and uh, Bengals.
0: You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson and uh, Matt. I'm, I'm looking here actually at the Football Outsiders um, playoff. Uh, mm, okay. All the predi- uh, their
2: uh, odds and all odds that. and all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff.
1: These DVOAs, I just we were talking about DVOAs in the last uh, segment here. Uh, they have some things in here, some caveats. For example, Baltimore's DVOA does not include their Week 12 game against the Steelers.
2: Yeah. Likewise, the okay. Steelers'
1: stats aren't counted in that from that game either.
2: Wow, okay.
1: They threw that one out.
2: This is such an odd year. Yeah. Okay. Same
1: thing for Carolina's DVOA is adjusted only to account for games in which Teddy Bridgewater has been the starting quarterback.
2: Interesting. That seems a little generous, but okay.
1: Cincinnati's DVOA is adjusted for a projection with Brandon Allen as the starting quarterback. Well, we just talked about that. That it may not that, happen. Right, yeah. Dallas's DVOA is adjusted for games started by their backup quarterbacks. They've taken out all the DAC games because
2: mm, okay. they have nothing. That's not, inco- who they they are. Have, that's not who they are. Right, yeah. right. I guess that makes sense.
1: Denver's DVOA removes their Week 12 offensive game where they didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, and I yeah.
2: assume San or the Saints does as well.
1: Uh, Miami's DVO, DVOA is adjusted to only account for games with Tua as the starting quarterback. Okay. Uh, New England is adjusted to account only for games with. Cam Newton is the quarterback.
2: Okay, which is most of them, but yeah. you great.
1: New Orleans DVOA is adjusted for Drew Brees' injury with a 20% penalty. Brees is given a 40% chance of returning in Week 15. Actually, there's a re- report out there that says he's going to start he this weekend.
2: Like he's
1: a, play, right? uh, a 60% chance of returning. Okay, all that stuff. Uh also, New Orleans DVOA removes the Week 12 defensive game against, good, good. against Denver. Denver. Against a
2: non-quarterback. <laughs> yeah. It should actually take the offensive game out, too, because yeah. you didn't have to throw. Cause you, you didn't have to do anything.
1: And San Francisco's DVOA is adjusted to represent it's backup quarterbacks. They give Jimmy Garoppolo a 20% chance of returning in week 16, 40% chance in week okay. 17.
2: So these are all like projections going forward. Like, yeah. Shouldn't give the. So Dallas when we're looking at the Steelers'
1: DVOA there, that yeah. takes that. That Baltimore game's not even included in that, Okay. For, in their Which defensive really wasn't numbers. was the
2: Steelers' best showing, but it was a win.
1: It was a good defensive showing. Uh, yeah, it was. It I was. mean, they didn't give up. <laughs> yeah, they were great defensive <laughs> they, showing. They right. shut them down. Um, so if we're looking here at the. Uh, Overall, Steelers obviously in the playoffs Mm. right now. Uh, That has not changed. Their odds of winning the division, 99.2% chance. Yeah. Cleveland loses. They win. They win against Cincinnati. They win the division. Yeah. Yeah. Their odds of being the number one seed, though, however, are now down to 5.9%. Really? 5.9%.
2: So if Casey loses in New Orleans. That doesn't change. That's not enough. That's not enough. They 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 didn't need need something else. Okay. Well, that should be that low then.
1: Um, yeah, you'd need the Chargers to beat them in Week mm-hmm. 17 or something like that. You Which to, could
2: have. I mean, the Chargers. I enjoyed watching that game last night. But yeah. They can play. They can Their best day, they can hang with anybody.
1: They can also lose to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about jobs. I'll take yeah. that job. Yeah. I mean, that's, a that's, good, that's a good job. Right now, Baltimore. Um, odds to be a wild card team are actually better than Cleveland's. Are they really? Well, they've beaten Cleveland I guess twice, they beat so they, twice. Yeah. Okay. So they've got an eighty three point nine percent chance. That's up twenty nine point four percent from last week. Uh, Cleveland is at seventy seven point eight. If we're looking at the seeding wise, mm-hmm. Baltimore's got a forty 40% percent chance, forty point four percent chance of being the five seed. Okay. A twenty six point six percent chance of being the six, a sixteen point nine percent chance of being the seven seed.
2: Okay. So if those hold true Steelers won't get them in round one. No, right. I mean, they'll be five versus four. Yeah. Steelers could fall to three, but they're not going to fall to four.
1: Right, right. Uh, Cleveland, a 28.2% chance to be the five seed, 28.4% chance to be the six seed, mm-hmm. and a 20.4% chance, per, uh, chance to be the seven.
2: Okay. And that doesn't add up to 100 because there's a chance they don't make it.
1: Right. It's it's a 77% wildcard chance. Yeah. Um, Looking here at the rest of this, right now Buffalo has a 29.3% chance to be the two-seed, a 47.1% chance to be the three-seed. The Steelers have a 62% chance to be the two-seed.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Uh,
1: Buffalo has a 21.7% chance to be the um, four-seed. I should
2: know this, and I think you just said it, but Buffalo's got no chance to be the one, right?
1: Uh, they have a 0.2 oh, percent chance to be. Okay. Yeah, Kansas yeah. City would essentially like have to lose because they it. Lose Cause the they've, they beat Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they makes get the head to head, and they beat the and Buffalo beat the Steelers. So Kansas a, City's going to be the one. Kansas City's going to be the one. Um, if we're looking at Miami, they've got a 46.2 percent chance to be the to get into the wild to card. get in that fell 16.8 percent based on everything that happened last week.
2: I gotcha. you. Okay. Um, so some, their some chance. Of the wrong teams won for them. Yeah. Uh, really it's I assume the Raiders losing last night are pretty that
1: much now, should not a limit, yeah uh, Miami's got a twelve point seven percent chance at the five uh thirteen point two at the six eighteen point five at the seven if gotcha. we go down to the south, Tennessee right now has a fifty four point three percent chance to win the division okay Indianapolis is at forty five point
2: seven so that's feasible but yeah Titans need to stumble.
1: Yeah, the Colts would have to win out and the
2: Titans would have to lose. Colts have the st- yeah. Steelers too, and, you know, they have yeah. some tough
1: games. So if you start looking at it, uh, the the Colts or the Titans right now can't be the one seed. They okay. have a, a 0.2% chance to be the two seed.
2: I guess Buffalo and Pittsburgh would probably have to lose that. They'd have to lose that, yeah. yeah. They'd have to lose a bunch. Uh,
1: they have a 16.9% chance to be the three seed.
2: Okay. Buffalo would have to stumble yeah. twice, probably. A
1: 37, well, they had the tiebreaker. Tennessee has uh, a tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That makes sense. Uh, right now, Tennessee has a 37.2% chance to be the four-seed. Hmm, Indianapolis I mean, is at 322 Okay. So, um, the so if fi- you win
2: that division,
1: you're probably going to be the four-seed. Four four that's seed. that's what, what the odds say. Right, yeah. right, right.
2: If you peel it back a little
1: bit. To be the five-seed. Uh, Tennessee has a 7.2% chance. Indianapolis has an 8.9% chance. Huh. To be the six seed, Tennessee has a 10.7% chance. Indianapolis is at 154 And to be the seven seed, Tennessee is at 15.9% and Indianapolis is at 172 Okay. That's their highest percentage. Uh, of, and both of those teams just looking to get into the playoffs are at uh, – Tennessee's at 88.1, mm-hmm. and Indianapolis is at 87.2. They're both going to be They're likely be there, in the playoffs. Yeah. They're also more likely to be the four and the seven seeds.
2: That's what's interesting. Like that, winning that division is a big deal for that for those two. Right. I mean, if you get, you get win a home game, you don't have game. to go to Pittsburgh. Right. Right. Exactly. So, I guess I should have been listening better. But <laughs> as that all lays out, are the most likely seedings? KC, yeah. Course. Pittsburgh at two. Yes. Buffalo. Buffalo at three. Tennessee at four. Mm-hmm. And then and Baltimore. From the
1: looks of this, you're saying Baltimore is going to be the five.
2: And they would go to Tennessee.
1: The six would be then be Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland has the highest percentage to be the six. And
2: they'd go to Buffalo.
1: They would go to Buffalo. And then the seven would be Indianapolis. And
2: Steelers would host. If I'm the Steelers, I'm, hey, fantastic. And you play them two weeks before that. Yeah. You know, you play the Colts, hopefully you get a buy in the winner
1: of the four five game, Tennessee Baltimore goes to Kansas City. As long as there's no other upsets.
2: Right. Which isn't bad. That's I mean, not a bad thing. I think the team you'd love to see go to Kansas City would be the Ravens or the Titans.
1: Yeah. Those are the two teams that will beat them up physically. Yeah. Right. And perhaps win the and perhaps win the game.
2: Could maybe have thirty eight minutes of time of possession. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and plus Baltimore's really good on special teams. Tennessee's right, he's not. But they could yeah. they could score on special teams or Kansas City's special teams are bad. Um, hmm, interesting. That's not so bad, you know. I mean, do you like the familiarity of Colts Week 16 and Wild Card Round Colts?
1: That doesn't bother me. Me neither. I mean, it really doesn't. Mm-mm. I think the Colts are good. I don't know that they're great.
2: I think they're well coached. I think the
1: Steelers on their on their best day beat the Colts on their best day.
2: I agree. I 100 percent agree. Uh, their defense is the second-best defense in the right. in the contest. Um, they, their line is good, but I think the Steelers' D-line has an advantage over their O-line. Um, Rivers is one of the guys I mentioned that gets affected by pressure, and I would think the Steelers would be low on their list of who they want to play.
3: Yeah, you know? I
1: agree. You know? um, and I think that Rivers will put the ball in harm's way mm-hmm. more so than some other quarterbacks.
2: Just a programming note to kind of dawned on me. Obviously, the Steelers played Cincinnati on Monday. So we're not going to have a show Monday. Right. And we're not going to have a show Thursday or Friday because of the holiday. So we only have two days to talk about the Colts. The big game. The big game. <laughs> right, right. We might <laughs> need to think more about them in this next hour because that, that one means We hate lot. to overlook
1: the Bengals game, but, you know. But you kind of have to a little. That's why I'm taking so some bigger ball. some bigger picture things here. Right. So we don't have to talk about this stuff as much next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you we know, two shows. We do can do just it. talk about, you know, the game against the Colts. So, but,
2: do you have any idea, like, who are we rooting for this weekend? I mean, does any of that really matter? Or I do don't you know that
1: it really... Because I think that's I, all factored into this yeah, right, with everything right. that's going to happen here. Like, the, the Raiders are...
2: Like, if the Colts get upset by Houston. They're like a eight-point dog, or favorite. Yeah. That hurts them, but they're still going to the get in the playoffs. They're still going to get in the playoffs because the Raiders 17.
1: lost last night. Right. Miami still has to play Buffalo. They mm-hmm. play New England this weekend. I mean, obviously, if there's a if, team, you if don't Miami like out beats there. if Miami beats New England, I'm sure that they're right now their wild card chances are at 44.4. percent
2: I would think it goes up dramatically. It would
1: go up, but it would also if, if Indianapolis loses, mm-hmm. then it would go up higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they would then they, they would then both be tied. I don't know who wins the tiebreaker in that gotcha. situation. But I mean, if you, but again, if you're the Steelers and, and and you're in the two spot and you get to get play Miami, okay. Yeah, that's fine by that's, me. Too. That's that's a
2: yeah, that doesn't bother me. One that's bit. a layup. Uh, again, I I would concede the two spot for the three if it means resting people in week seventeen. I would rather rest than control who I'm playing. But that doesn't mean that you can't do both. I mean, you might get both those. So, Steeler fans, do you want the Ravens in the playoffs to maybe mess with the Chiefs, or would you like them to not make it? Well, they're
1: going to make it.
2: They're not going to lose to Jacksonville.
1: They're playing Jacksonville, the Jets and Bengals, Cincy. I believe. Yeah, they're not going to lose a game. They're going to be in the playoffs, isn't it? Yeah, I mean they play. You know, everybody they play the, the three, three worst teams right, right, in the right. league they're in gonna, the next. They're going to pick one, two, and three. Well, they get the Giants. Is it Giants in one of those? Games, yeah, I think huh? it's the Giants on yeah. the Jets, but okay, still, still,
2: right? right. They got two wins guaranteed. Yeah, and the other one they should win. Gotcha. Yeah. So, rooting against the Ravens is. Do it if you want, but who cares, <laughs> right?
1: Just get for for me. It's get to the playoffs, and then you know, then you start looking at the matchups. Mm-hmm.
2: But I do think it's interesting. I'm glad you just spelled that out that they could get the Colts two in, out of three weeks. You know, one yeah. there, one here.
1: Because the other thing is, if,
2: if you go in, light there's light also the either.
1: possibility if you if you if you lay down, uh, you don't play your guys in, in week 17, 17, you could end up playing the Browns again.
2: Yes, as the two or three.
1: Uh, yeah, as well more likely as the th- if you're the three and they're the they're the six, mm-hmm. then you play the no problem with that. Then you play the Browns again.
2: See, part of me would want to do that. Like if you know going into week 17 that if Cleveland wins this game, you get them again in your building a week from now, and they need to play hard in week 17. I'd lay down. I'd gladly play the Browns. <laughs> I mean, the Browns haven't beat the Steelers in the, since day three of picnic. Yeah, I mean they look good now, but the familiarity would be the, fil- great. the
1: familiarity. The playoff pressure would be on them. Mm-hmm. Right, oh, hey, right. we're in the you know again. It's it's that same situation where they're getting T-shirts made. Um, you right, know, right, right. Playoff, playoff playoff right. Uh, participants, uh two thousand mm-hmm. or two thousand twenty. Uh, they're you know
2: the, the, the coach of the year. He took this team to the playoffs. Yeah, enough. You know, enough time.
1: They've yeah they've achieved their goal because mm-hmm. they're not going to win the Super Bowl. They've
2: got to know that. Um, I. I I would definitely take. I know the Ravens and Browns have played each other's tough, but if the Browns played Baltimore or Pittsburgh in the postseason, I would bet on not the Browns.
1: Either one of those teams is a touchdown favorite over the yes. over the Browns.
2: Just the familiarity and the big brother factor. Maybe next year it's not, but I still yeah. think you're. You got to learn, learn
1: how round. to. You got to learn how to do these things. Mm-hmm. Right. And and you can't do that by not without doing it. Right. It's one of those things where it's, you know you can talk about well playoff football and all, I mean how many guys do they have in that roster. None. That They're have played, you know, big playoff games. games right? yeah. like, no. Barely Jarvis Landry. Done. Maybe. I mean, he go to
2: many when he was a Dolphin. Yeah. They were bad. They went to
1: one and they get their butts kicked by the Steelers.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Where the Colts, I think, are a lot further along that way. A little bit. Certainly a quarterback. Not that Rivers super scares me, but the organization as a yeah. whole. You Not that mean?
1: his, I think he's like 5-14 and 14 or something like that bad, in the playoffs. Yeah. It's bad. I don't think he'd like playing here weather-wise. <laughs> I don't think know? he would at all. Right. Uh, but he's done it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: At whereas Mayfield, you know, Mayfield hasn't, Mayfield hasn't. and he'll. No. I mean, and the coach hasn't. The way his, the way he's wired. I mean, he may not sleep that week.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's possible. he right, I right, mean, right. like a kid
1: on Christmas, bouncing off the walls all you know yeah. all week long to the point where you know, okay, that's one of those games where you weather the storm early. And by you know midway through the first quarter, early in the second quarter, then you the, the, the adrenaline wears off and they're done. Right, Yeah. You
2: know. Their, their heart's not beating out of their chest anymore, and you're still even keel. And, yeah. You know, right. And that matters. Oh, that matters. Yeah. It's interesting, though. I mean, the Steelers' last two opponents are their most likely playoff opponents.
1: Yeah. It really is.
2: So, I mean, in week 17 is different, but week 16, I don't hold anything back. I mean, you got to win that game. Yeah. I mean, you. Game plan the key like is this other. one.
1: Win this one, and then you've got the division wrapped up. Then right, you're just right. saying, okay, where do we want to be at seeding-wise? Kind
2: of weigh all this stuff. Yeah, Because
1: right. Buffalo, may, Buffalo may say the same thing.
2: I was going to say, Buffalo might not.
1: Buffalo might say in, in Week 17 they play Miami, and they might say, hey, we could lay down in this game. Like, we sure. Are we going to play Allen in this game? Because if we don't play him, mean, Miami gets into the playoffs. I'd rather see Miami in the playoffs than Indianapolis. Exactly.
2: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Miami. Your Buffalo definitely could. They have some power in this too. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, who do they fear? I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to play Tennessee if I were them, but that's unlikely unless Tennessee loses. The
1: right. Game. You got to. You worry about that. Yeah. Because you, if you either, if you're the two or the three, it doesn't matter.
2: Mm-mm. No, it doesn't.
1: And if you're the two or the three, you're going to play the Steelers, assuming they win their first round game. Well, you just played the Steelers and you beat them, so I'm sure no, the I'm cool sure the that. Bills are are very sure. fu- fine with that.
2: Yeah, they're very cool with that. Yeah, they may lay down in week 17. Yeah. So I wouldn't lay them on bet. Both those teams could. Steelers and Bills.
1: Yeah, so this is a big week for Miami. Oh, yeah, Miami yeah. needs to win this game first. Right. To get to nine and five, and they need uh, you know, the Colts then to stumble somewhere along the line.
2: It could be against Pittsburgh.
1: It could be against Pittsburgh. It could be to Houston They could, this lose, week. To Houston. They could Houston. lose to Houston.
2: They could lose to Houston. Lose to Houston. Yeah. I mean yeah. I mean Watson could go bonkers. Yeah.
1: So it's gonna be interesting that there's not a whole lot left to be determined here mm-hmm. other than who's playing who. Who who
2: yeah. I mean there's one of these teams will be left out. Most yeah. likely Miami. It's
1: going to be the the you know the Patriots musical chairs. They're the not, Patriots have no chance. They have no chance. And in fact, the Patriots the lose. Patriots odds are one point seven percent. They're not
2: mathematically out. I don't yeah. think the Raiders are yet either. Even after their loss, it's probably not updated from last night. It's not. not
1: but they're they're, the they're seven and seven. And
2: they're not going. They're not going. No. Yeah. yeah. Nine and seven ain't going to get it done. Right. Okay. Yeah. So there's seven teams fighting for six spots, and frankly, I don't care which ones get in. Actually, for the, for eight teams. Eight
1: teams fighting for seven eight, spots. Eight for seven, yeah.
2: right? I kind of it excluded the Chiefs. But two yeah. are already in, and two are locked up, right? Yeah. So it's five for four, or six for five. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So people get it. Someone's gonna be left out.
1: Somebody's gonna get left out,
2: and it really doesn't matter. And it's actually
1: gonna be a like. pretty good team. Yeah, overall. Not I mean, bad or Baltimore. I mean, if you or, right. if you look at what's gonna be in the NFC playoffs, right, right, right. You They're know. a
2: lot, heck of a lot better than Minnesota or Chicago or yeah, other you know, uh, teams that are still fighting for spots over there. Yeah, right.
1: He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more Steelers talk right after this.
0: You are tuned to The Drive on your 24/7 home of the Black and Gold, Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs>
1: Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, you sent me earlier uh, this this uh, rankings of GMs from around the league. This is done by Mike Sando yeah. of the Athletic, and um, interesting. He he breaks these things down, not just ranking, because a lot of these places you look at necessarily, here's the t- right. one through thirty two, and here are these here are the guys. Yeah. This guy's been a GM for yeah. six months. Yeah. Well, it might a little no, right yeah, to write the book no on No track him, record. You know, right. So he breaks it down into, into tiers here. And, and the first tier here is uh, GMs who have 10-plus drafts under their belt. That's a
2: good way of doing it, right.
1: And there are uh, – what do we got here? And we it, were talking
2: about this off the air. Some of these guys will be head coaches, and you know they're not all officially the GM title and whatnot. But Mike's pretty down in. He knows who's making the decisions in the building come draft time.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, the guys who have done 10-plus drafts. Uh he has Bill Belichick number one. Uh he ranks these guys in terms of pro bowlers drafted, all pros drafted winning percentage, mm-hmm. uh which is the main that's the that's what the ranking saying, goes by. Is New England's
2: the, a lot better with winning percentage yeah. than those first two categories, I bet.
1: Um so Belichick's first, he's got a winning percentage of seven thirty. He also has Belichick the coach. Sure, sure. Uh, who also you know happened to get Tom Brady fall fall <laughs> in the, into <laughs> his lap there. Right. Uh 17 Pro Bowlers drafted, 11 first-team All Pros drafted.
2: Okay, the, real quick, do you know if those are different players, or is that how many Pro Bowls total they went to? Looks like not?
1: looks like it's different players. So
2: Brady only counts one for right. each of those, right? Not... Right,
1: like Gronk counts once, Brady okay. counts okay. once.
2: I mean it's a long stretch. I mean, yeah, Richard, I mean it's not easy, not hard to come up with a lot of Pro Bowlers yeah. in like the Patriot era, Moss, and you know.
1: Kevin Colbert ranks second. Uh, his the record of the Steelers in the Kevin Colbert era, twenty. Uh, 216, 115, and 2. Wow. That's a 652 winning percentage. Uh, Belichick's is 730. They're 243 and 90.
2: And you made the note that Mike rightfully did it since Kevin's been in charge. Yeah, and he, he didn't, didn't have the title. He
1: didn't take the title of GM until 2010. And the reason he took the title of GM, because he used to be p- director of play, uh, play, uh, football
2: what was it now? I can't remember. Player that. personnel or something. It wasn't just pro It was college, It was, right? yeah,
1: it was director of football operations, operations or something maybe. along yeah, those no. lines. And the reason he took that title is because he would go out to scout games mm-hmm. and he's like, these, these other guys who'd been a GM for like five days were getting the premium press box spots <laughs> and he's sitting out in <laughs> the that, stands yeah. and he'd be like, well, you know, why, why can't I, well, these guys are GMs and you're not.
2: But I'm, in charge of all the personnel. But I'm the put Steelers the game, GM, right? and I've
1: been the Steelers GM for the last ten years. Like,
2: yes, <laughs> this just didn't call him that, you know. Yeah, that, but he had those dudes. So they created that that for okay. him. I didn't know that part of the story. But yeah, yeah, makes
1: sense. Uh, Belichick, thirty and eleven in the playoffs in that time period. Uh, the Steelers, fifteen and ten.
2: Hmm. Okay. Winning record in the playoffs is hard.
1: Really hard because yeah. <laughs> here's the thing: I'm looking at these other guys who have been here for ten plus years. Mm-hmm. And nobody else even comes close to Colbert's except for Jerry Jones at 15 and 12. And that 15 and 12, they're counting Jerry Jones, Mike's counting Jerry Jones as the Dallas GM since 1989. Mm-hmm. He wasn't acquiring the players in 1989. That was no, That was right. all Jimmy Johnson. The
2: early stuff. And most of those playoff wins are Jimmy Johnson you yeah. know, when they were a dominant, dominant uh, team.
1: I'd say about, well, what, about, uh, what, they win three Super Bowl t- So 12 of those, <laughs> nine, or yeah. t- nine or at least 10, let's say at least 10 of those playoff wins came.
2: And this is bad to admit on Steeler Nation Radio, but what year did they beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl? That
1: was uh, uh, ninety five.
2: And that's the last time they were really good. Yeah. I mean, they the didn't win a playoff
1: game for, for, for like the next twenty years.
2: Right. I mean, they was. It's yeah. not like it's been a lot of success or just no. It's not like it's been sustained success. It is not. No. Right.
1: Um, John Schneider from Seattle has been the GM there since 2010. They're 109, 63, and one. That's a 633 winning yeah. percentage. Ten and seven in the playoffs. So again, that's been it, a really successful organization. That's a really successful organization that in since 2010 is won is ten and seven. In the postseason,
2: and I'm pretty sure how that hiring went was they hired Carroll, who then recommended and hired Schneider. Yeah. So they came in the same as a package time. deal. Right, yeah. right, right. So it's not like he had. To, you know, so the, those two have been together, as my point, since the since jump. By the way the, uh, the way, the the Steelers.
1: Too. I forgot to mention is Colbert has uh, drafted 21 Pro Bowl players and seven first team All Pros.
2: Wow, so, so, that has to be different ones, then, obviously, yeah, and they're different players, right? Yeah, uh, wow.
1: Schneider has 12 Pro Bowlers and five first team All Pros.
2: Okay.
1: Makes sense. Uh, Mickey Loomis in New Orleans. He drafted hit, the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Mickey Loomis in New Orleans has been uh, they're the Saints GM since 2002. Wow. He's 176 and 125. That's a 585 winning percentage. Mm.
2: Their playoff record's not good,
3: though.
1: Eight and seven in the playoffs. Yeah. Again, he, he's he been there nearly as long as Colbert. Colbert has almost twice as many playoff wins. And, oh, by the way, Mickey Loomis has had Drew Brees since, oh, yeah, since yeah. 2006. Right, right, right. Um. 18 drafts he's drafted 18 pro bowlers and seven uh first team all pros. Pretty
2: good. Yeah. Yeah, that's really strong organization but shows the playoff success is not I mean 500 is a really good playoff record.
1: Yeah. John Elway uh since 2011 the wow. Broncos are 90 and 67. That's a 573 winning percentage. 6 and 4 in the playoffs.
2: Wow, better than I would have guessed.
1: Well, they won, you know. I mean, the Peyton Manning. They year, went to the right. two Super Bowls yeah, with yeah, Peyton yeah. Manning. Yeah. Uh, ten drafts, he's drafted four Pro Bowlers and one first team all pro. Yeah.
2: It's not that great. Not that great. The, no, the defense really. was
1: largely built before he got there.
2: And frankly, he was a really good recruiter to yeah. get Peyton there. He didn't draft Peyton. He didn't draft. Yeah, right, him, right, yeah. right,
1: Thomas Dimitrov in Atlanta has been the their GM since two thousand eight. He's of course now fired.
2: Yeah, he's out the door.
0: But-
1: one hundred nine eighty-eight, a five fifty-three winning percentage, four and six in the playoffs. Mm-hmm.
2: Including a Super Bowl appearance.
1: Including a Super Bowl appearance. 13 drafts, he drafted 12 Pro Bowlers and three first-team All-Pros. Yeah.
2: I, mean, I remember, I think his first draft, he traded up for Julio. Yeah.
1: Mentioned Jerry Jones, 274 and 235. That's a 538 winning percentage for, quote-unquote, America's team. Mm-hmm. 15 and 12 in the playoffs, and that's, again, since 1989. So yeah. that includes three championships. Yeah, I mean, a, a awesome team. Yeah. Uh, 32 drafts, he's drafted 42... Pro Bowl players and 16 first-team All-Pros.
2: Pretty impressive numbers.
1: But, again, how many of those are from? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Nate Newton and Ed and Irvin and Ryan. That kind of stuff.
1: Mike Brown. Mm. Not only is he the GM, he can't fire himself. Not only is he the GM, he's the owner. I guess
2: he's the right choice, though. Yeah.
1: But since 1991, he's 190, 283, and 4. That's a 4.03 winning percentage. Ouch. Uh, They're 0-7 in the playoffs. They've had 30 drafts. They've drafted 22 Pro Bowlers and eight first-team All-Pros.
2: I guess they've had some stars. They've had some you know, stars. Athens and they've had some... Sig- and, again,
1: yeah. uh, you know, if, if you're going back all the way to 1991, Jay they were Johnson. putrid in, in, right, in the 90s. Right, right. So Just bad. awful.
2: Yeah. The worst organization in sports, maybe.
1: Yeah. Um, hmm. The guys who have had five to nine drafts. John Robinson ranks number 1 with Tennessee... Uh, he's got a five eighty four winning percentage. He's drafted uh, five drafts. He's gotten two Pro Bowlers and two First Team All Pros. Yeah, I mean, and, and they made the, he made the trade to get his quarterback, which was yeah, was looks smart now. What did, when he first did it, everybody's like, eh, People didn't,
2: that didn't move the needle much. No. Mariota was a starter.
1: Yeah, uh, who he drafted? No, right. he didn't draft. Him no, either. I think he, he
2: inherited. Him. Yeah, he inherited
1: him. Rick Spielman of Minnesota is number two at five sixty winning percentage. Uh, by the way, John Robinson, his teams are three and two in the postseason. Rick yeah. Spielman in Minnesota has been there since 2012. Uh, they are, have a 560 winning percentage. They're 2-4 in the playoffs. That's yeah,
2: so their playoff record.
1: Be uh, Ten pro bowlers drafted five first-team all, all pros.
2: They've had some stars. They've had some for, stars, yeah. Defense, Cook.
1: Howie Roseman has been Philadelphia's uh, GM since 2016. He's won a Super Bowl. The only guy on this list that's won a Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, He's a 552 winning percentage. They're 4-2 in the postseason. All in one year. I'd say
2: losing record yeah. since,
1: but okay. Uh, he has drafted one Pro Bowl player and no first team All Pros. Wow. He inherited a lot I was of that.
2: I'd say Fletcher Cox wasn't him. Yeah, he right. inherited
1: right. a lot. Although the offensive linemen, all the good ones, mm-hmm. he inherited those. Jason Peters wasn't yeah. him, right? Less needed with the Rams. 73, He's been there since 2012. 73, 67 1, 521 winning percentage, 2 and 2 in the playoffs. Nine drafts, six six and uh, four on the uh, Pro Bowlers and that. Uh, Steve Keim, uh, then in Arizona, 520 winning percentage. The Rams Uh, have had a first round pick in five years, too. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, Tom Telesco has been with the Chargers since uh, 2013. They're 58 and 68.
2: I hope he doesn't get fired. I think he's built a good team. Yeah.
1: Ryan Pace with Chicago has been there since 2015. They got a 430 winning percentage. Bob Quinn has already been fired, Mm -hmm. Uh, he had a 31. Forty-three and one record, to four twenty winning percentage. Jason licked in Tampa Bay. He's been their GM since two thousand fourteen. He's been around longer than people know. Forty-two and sixty-seven. That's a three eighty-five winning percentage.
2: What is he? Draft? They don't have a playoff Star-wise. win. Yeah,
1: they don't have. They don't, they don't. have a playoff game. They haven't. They haven't played in a game.
2: Besides Godwin, did he draft Evans? Uh, they haven't drafted a lot of star power.
1: Yeah, I think they would have drafted Evans.
2: Devontae David was probably already yeah. there.
1: Uh, and then Dave Caldwell in Jacksonville, he's been fired as well. He mm-hmm. has a 301 winning percentage.
2: And none of his guys are on the team still. Yeah.
1: Uh, the guys who have had three to four drafts Brett Veach in Kansas City is the only one that's won a championship. Yeah, okay. uh, Brian uh, Guttenkist. Uh, Kun- Packers. Yeah, with the Packers. Uh, Brandon Bean with Buffalo. Chris Ballard uh, with Indianapolis. John Lynch with San Francisco. Marty Herney uh, with Carolina. And then Dave Gettleman with the Giants. This is a better. That's a better. That's a. That's a good group. That's Those a good top group. five. Yeah. are
2: going to be around for a while. Brandon Bean and yeah. Lynch and you know right. And then the guys
1: uh, who've had one to two drafts. Eric DaCosta in Baltimore. They're twenty-two and seven. They're zero and one in the playoffs. He gets everybody. I, there's a guy on my website dkpittsburghsports.com who constantly credits, Well, Eric DaCosta did this and Eric DaCosta did. Mm-hmm. He's only been the GM for two years, folks. Right. He's never drafted a Pro Bowl player and he's never drafted a first team All Pro. Right. I mean, he, he didn't a, draft Lamar Jackson. That was Ozzie. That was Ozzie's last
2: yeah. last hurrah, right? He didn't bring in. He didn't draft Mark Andrews. That was Ozzie. I mean, he was Ozzie's right hand man for a long time, so he probably. Yeah. I'm sure he contributed. Sure, but he wasn't in charge. He the didn't things have the that he. Say. The
1: things that they've done since since he joined the team, they signed Mark Ingram and they made the trade to acquire Marcus Peters. Wow, those are his two big moves. The last two drafts, he owns those. Okay. So let's not, yeah. you know, get too they busy. They had a lot padding. of picks this past yeah.
2: draft, but I mean, it looks okay. It doesn't look phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Andrew Berry in Cleveland. Hmm. Uh, this is his first year. He's nine and four. Bill O'Brien with Houston. Since he became GM, he's already been fired. He was ten and ten. Uh, Mike okay. Mayock in Oakland. They're fourteen and sixteen. Uh, Ron Rivera with Washington. He's their de facto GM. They're yeah, six and seven. Uh, Chris Greyer with Miami. Thirteen and sixteen. And then Joe Douglas <laughs> with the Jets. Seven
2: and twenty-two, baby. I actually think he's done a good job, though. I mean, his job is safe. It's a pretty good draft. They traded Jamal Adams. They got a bunch of picks going forward. Yeah. Like, the, the last year of GMing isn't the reason they haven't won right. a game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mekhi Becton's a winner. Yeah. Know? Right. But uh, he's going to be back.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, is also the guy who signed uh, the, the safety. Uh, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Earl that yeah, didn't yeah. work out so well. No. That doesn't
2: get mentioned in here, but... No, that's a bad one. That's a bad signing. That's a bad signing. It hurts your cap and all those things. Yeah, killed
1: your cap and he was a bad dude.
2: But amazing what Kevin's done. Yeah. I mean, it really is. That stretch. I mean, that sustained excellence is tough. Absolutely. Wow.
1: Yeah. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. We'll take you through all this week's games right after this. (laughs) Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, Matt, uh, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. Remember, there are Saturday games this week. Yeah, be on top of that stuff. Be on top of that. Uh, the first game we're going to look at here is the Bills at Broncos. Uh, the the uh, over-under on that one is 49. Uh, the Broncos had to close their facility today. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. So, wow. that's uh, something They're to really keep an eye on. The kick, their, their kicker went on. Brandon McManus went on the, the right. COVID uh, list. So
2: At least it's an early game for fantasy reasons, you'll know. Could it get postponed? I I, guess don't, I don't think so. Silver. I mean, it's yeah. tomorrow.
1: It's tomorrow. I th- I mean, the Bills will be fly- they may they're be in, in the, the air as we yeah, though, they're, they're yeah. in the air as we speak to be to be over okay. there. Um so um
2: <sighs> I, I can see this being a letdown for the Bills. A little
1: bit, but I don't know if the if the Broncos because of everything that's going on with their situation have the have the horses to beat them.
2: No, I'm not sure they would do either. Um but the Bills for fantasy, it's kind of just it's, Diggs and Allen. Yeah, the running back you situations. Can't not great. I mean, Beasley maybe in a PPR or whatever, but yeah. um, Denver's tough too because I think Locke's kind of a sneaky start. Yeah. He has some Bortles.
1: You need to know w- it, 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 the running back situation. We talked about that yeah. yesterday. If Lindsay or Gordon are out and the, and the other guy's playing, you play him. Right. Because uh, they'll run the football. In, I
2: think you could do worse, but it's not great. Yeah, Bill's D isn't all that scary, yeah. especially against running backs.
1: No, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think it's
2: a. I wonder if Vance playing too. He was he left. He last was supposed game. to. I yeah, think
1: so. yeah. It was an illness issue.
2: Um, Hamler had some yards last week, but he don't was a real it, room three targets. Yeah. Right. Don't get too excited about that. Yeah.
1: Uh, Panthers at Packers. Uh, the over under on this one is fifty one and a half. This is much the same here with, with the Green Bay side of it. It's 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 Aaron Rodgers. It's Devontae Adams. It's Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know the tight end. Maybe
2: um, I mean I think that's a really ripe defense to attack. I mean yeah. they're really young and they've totally hit the rookie wall. Um, so when in doubt, I mean if you have to play a valdez Scantling or you know one of those dudes, okay, but that's a real reach. Yeah, you're you're
1: you're hoping. You're you're th- hoping it's a dart right, throw. Right, right.
2: I mean I think the Packers roll Um
1: DJ Moore should be back this week. I'm starting him. I'm starting Rob. Yeah, because Robbie Anderson probably draws. Well, that was Alexander, an Alexander. Good
2: yeah, point. yeah. Uh, you okay with Davis? Yeah, I mean McCaffrey against not that play, against yeah. that defense. Yeah, sure. they
1: they they don't stop the run roll. You know the problem. Part of this is the same thing the Steelers are going through right now. When early in the year, um, Davis was going nuts, mm-hmm. running the ball really well. In the last month and a half not so not so much no not so much i wonder what could be cuz cuz teddy bridgewater doesn't throw the ball down the field <laughs>
2: right you got to get people out of the box you, you got to right. get people out of the box yep 100% true same issue right? it's the same issue and the they Steelers, have weapons, yeah too, and right, right 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 it's, it's
1: almost is. identical
2: it is it's really similar um
1: so yeah uh but i but was but davis uh, is yeah he's startable in this game he catches the ball too so mm-hmm. uh going on moving on to sunday's games bucks at falcons the over under is 49 and a half um, I don't think
2: Julio's playing.
1: Yeah, it doesn't look like Julio's going to play. Uh, I don't want to start Matt Ryan in this okay, game. I'm
2: fading Matt Ryan. Yeah. Ridley's the only guy I have interest in. I mean, I guess uh, Hurst if I have to. Yeah, other than that, I'm not super. The Falcons offense is not in a good place. It's Yeah,
1: and, and even though Tampa's pretty defense pretty... has not been nearly as no, stout. Hasn't.
2: But uh, still something to worry about. Yeah. Uh,
1: on the Tampa side of things, Fournette's a must start. Yes. Yeah, Jones is not going to play. Um, yeah, Brady should have a decent numbers, but I, I th- would think yeah. Um, but I think they'll I think they'll lean more on the running game and just probably get not. out of this one with a win and
2: AB's hard to use now. Yeah. <clears throat> He's not seeing the field as much as you'd like.
1: Yeah. Um, but you're going to start Gob when you're going to start Evans.
2: Mhm. And Gronk's probably a top 10 type tight to end too. Yeah. I don't mm. love it though. Mm-mm.
1: I mean, I uh, Robert Tanyan or Gronk or Hurst. Or Hurst. Probably Hurst. Yeah. Then Tanyan, then Gronk.
2: I'd take Gronk over Tanyan. But Tanyan can run and Gronk can't.
1: Tanyan's almost the number two target there. <laughs> I know.
2: I still haven't given that guy any lick of respect every week. We he beat your button and win. One I remember that, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess he's better Rogers than Rodgers likes right? to throw him, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Some think they're going to sh- score a ton of points. Yeah.
1: So. Seahawks at Washington. Alex Smith is not playing. That's, he's that been, just came out, He's right. been rolled out. Uh, the over/under is forty-four and a half.
2: Man, that's bad for Washington. It's
1: really bad. Uh, yeah, I don't think Gibson's going to play. Gibson's not. Yeah, I, I, Seattle's needs better. Than it's McLaurin, um,
2: maybe Logan Thomas
1: and McKissick I as
2: guess. a flex. Uh, I expect Haskins to be better than we saw him last, but he might be awful.
1: Very well, could I mean, be, he could be yeah. awful. And you know who to start with the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. The only question is, okay. Uh, Carson Hyde situation.
2: I think, I forget what I read, that the box score made that situation look worse than it was because they beat They were them. winning so much. They by won, so much. won by million. Well, a <laughs> right, 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 right. True. Good point. But I, Carson's a starter. Yeah, Carson's he's the guy.
1: He's going to get 70% of the yeah. snaps.
2: Maybe he doesn't play a lot in the fourth quarter. Yeah.
1: Um, Patriots at Dolphins. The over-under is only 41.5. I don't know where the points come from. I don't know either. I on mean, either side, it
2: sounds like Gasecki and Parker are going to play. Gasecki
1: would be the only guy on the, on Dolphins' offense. But you know and that's play. what Bill's going to take away, right? I mean, he's
2: going to make two or throw outside the numbers. He's going to crowd the middle of the field. Yeah, Miami can't run the ball at all. I guess I'm playing Harris. I guess I guess I'm not playing any of their receivers against those corners. No, I mean, who do you, do you like... play both?
1: De- just play both defenses in this yes. game. Yes,
2: yeah. Those are the, maybe the two They're top both plays. On special teams, yeah. maybe get a return. I mean. Would you rather start two or a cam?
1: I mean, is this a 14-13 game? I, so. <laughs> I mean and The over-under little, is
2: like a little over 40. 41.5. That
1: might be the lowest one I've seen all year. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I have no real desire to play anybody in this
2: game. Me neither. I think it's going to be extremely low scoring. Uh, Texans at Colts. The over-under is 50.5. I think Cooks is back. Brandon Cooks. Looks like he's going to be back. Um, so I would not be interested in the other receivers eh, if he's back. Q-take and still. He's not horrible. They they're gonna throw. They get a. Th- they have to throw. Is David back? David, David Johnson
1: Johnson's supposed to be back. I don't really love that. No. Um,
2: Startable, but again, Colt Steves good. We've talked about right. that.
1: I'm um, so, um, fire up Hilton. Fire up Pittman. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor's the guy. Taylor should have a monster day. He should have a
2: monster day. Yeah. It's gonna be a Taylor game. It's gonna be yeah. This is a game to yeah. get him 20, 25 carries and. Can you live with Hines as a flex? I lean towards no. I you got to have
1: somebody better than that. I would hope I could do yeah. better
2: than that. Yeah. yeah. But Hilton's real. I'd rather start
1: Harris. I'd rather start Harris. Although yes. it, in a PPR. Yeah. Mm, still, I'd rather
2: play Harris. Yeah. Yeah. I think Hilton's real, though. He's back and looks good. Looks good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Bears at Vikings. The over-under is 47. Yuck. Allen Robinson. Yes.
2: Robinson and Montgomery get the ball. And Montgomery.
1: I already said I'm I'm starting. Irv uh, um, Smith. Irv Smith, yeah, is my I've got him fired up in my DFS lineup. Yeah,
2: he's cheap, you know. Obviously, cousins or like Trubisky.
1: I have Trubisky as my DFS quarterback because yeah. I think you can throw in Minnesota. Yeah, and he'll run. And Robinson will do his part.
2: I don't hate any of it. I mean, there, there's and both these teams are obvious suspects. Yeah, and yeah. Jefferson Cook, you know. And but right.
1: when I say I'm starting him in my DFS lineup, I'm doing that. We'll so I can the then, guy, so right. I can then have Devonte Adams and you know, <laughs> yeah, right, 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 yeah. yeah
2: there's some, it, and, and a lot of people listening play DFS. I mean, if it's if the values right, he throws deep. Yeah, yeah, he throws deep,
1: and the Vikings will give some of that up. Obviously, you're starting Cook, you're starting Jefferson, you're starting mm-hmm. yeah, Thielen. Yeah, 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 should be good.
2: That's not a bad game, I guess.
1: Uh, you know, I mean, that's why the over—it's—it's it's, it's not a terrible over under at forty-seven. The Bears. Most be gone, years, I'm if there sure was a forty-seven so. over under be going, yeah, that's a good, that's a high over under. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> not this year as well, much. You
2: get a lot of fancy goodness out of that.
1: Uh, Jaguars at Ravens, the over under forty-seven and a half.
2: See, I don't think the Jags are a terrible play either.
1: No, I think Minshew will have some success. Yeah. The Ravens defense is struggling.
2: It's struggling. It's absolutely struggling. Their corners
1: are not. I think their corner. I think it's a little banged up at secondary. Mm-hmm. Their pass rush Just, isn't great. Yeah, you
2: can run on them a little bit. Um, Minshew's not a bad DFS play. I bet he's super cheap. Yeah. Minshew puts up fantasy points. Yeah, um, Dobbins, Lamar, Andrews, nobody else. Marquise is too risky. I can't tra- Yeah,
1: I can't. Too can't risky. go that. Can't go down that road. Uh, how about Shark?
2: Yeah. <laughs> See, I think he's still pull a lot off the old double move of. on right, the on right.
1: Marcus Peters.
2: He still gets a lot of targets. It just doesn't connect. Yeah, and some of it's his fault, but a lot of its situation, like I bet he's a, a value next draft. Oh yeah. You know, like get yeah. him a seventh round or something yeah. after a bad Much year. Much better
1: than the fourth round pick I used or third Me or too, third or right. fourth round pick I used on him this year. Or maybe yeah. I just can't
2: quit the guy, but yeah. I okay like you there player. broke back mountain. Right, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lions at Titans, the over under's fifty one and a half. I don't think Stafford's playing. I don't think Stafford's gonna I play I just, all it. So I think that one goes under. Yes. Uh, but I think the Titans will put up some points.
2: Are you playing Swift? I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But that, uh, Marvin Jones, maybe. Corey Davis. Corey Davis. I'm playing You know, A.J. Yeah. Brown. I'm playing Henry. I'm playing,
2: you know. Hawk. All of them. How know. about Jonu? He's coming off an injury. Yeah. yeah.
1: Jonu or Irv Smith?
2: I got to be down on Jonu. I really like him, but he has not done much for a while. I, I like Corey Irv Davis better. and A.J. get a lot of They're going to get the targets, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think Irv Smith might be the, the yeah he's a nice Titan. nice pick up for cheap tight end yep. play of the week, 49ers Cowboys. I think the boys are gonna get fire up right. Jeff Wilson baby. Yeah, he's yeah. the
2: lone dog. How often do you get the, the chance to have the lone dog in the Niners defense, offense? Yeah. yeah, against a horrible defense. We'll see right.
1: what happens with Kittle. That could be a situation where he gets activated later yeah. tonight or tomorrow. Crazy. Uh, if he if that happens, you got to fire him up. Sure. Ayuk's uh, a great play. Oh, Ayuk's a great play. Yeah, Wilson um, and Ayuk
2: are great plays.
1: On the Cowboy side of things.
2: I don't know if Elliott plays that many snaps anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, you probably have to start Zeke you, Elliott. You're but probably going to
1: start their receivers that. again at the same spot where you've been you know, on. It's been Amari, though. Amari's with, the two. Dalton, Amari's a two. And yeah. then, you know, the other guy's kind of falling. St- Lamb and Lamb, Gallup aren't
2: getting enough anymore.
1: No. 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 And Dalton Schultz does not no, excite not anybody. Enough. Jets and Rams. Akers, baby, acres. Lots of acres. Lots of Akers.
2: They're favored by like seventeen. It's and a, a
1: forty. Half. They're they're favored by seventeen and a half, and the over under is forty three and a half.
2: I can't start any jet. I, yeah, As the crowd. That's a good up. defense, right? Yeah, they've cashed it in too. I mean, they're abysmal. I can't consider starting a jet. Yeah, Rams uh, defense is the play of the week.
1: Rams defense is super st- a strong play. Right. Um I'm I guess not sure if Woods is playing.
2: Isn't he hurt?
1: Woods is banged up, so check on that. Mm-hmm. Um
2: maybe Reynolds is che- I don't know the DFS prices, but Reynolds might be a or Van Jefferson might be somebody that's yeah. super cheap.
1: Yeah. I don't know that I don't know that I want to necessarily start the Cooper Cup has Cup a big or, game. Yeah. I think Cup has a big game. You think he does? Yeah. I don't know how long how long are they going to be throwing the ball though.
2: I think they'll get 30 some points. Okay. You know. Yeah. So those scores I early. mean, you maybe even start. You better Henders hope
1: for some. that early. You better hope Akers doesn't run a couple in, yeah. in the first quarter and then they just Cops shut it on silent. Yeah.
2: You could probably start Henderson, too.
1: You probably could, yeah. Yeah. Or Brown.
2: Or Brown. That's the problem. That's
1: the problem. Yeah. Right, right. I was just going to say the same thing. You, you, you never know. Just kind of canceled each other out, right? I think um, Henderson's a two. Yeah. Eagles at Cardinals. The over-under is 49.5.
2: See, I think the Eagles are not that great. Um, and I think the Cardinals' D is pretty good. You have, a t- you have Starting a Miles Sanders tape. this week? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's still a starter.
1: Starting Jalen Hurts this yeah, week. That's
2: what I was going to say. Is I think there's tape on him now that it's going to be a little tougher sledding. But his wheels, he's going to have 10 carries. Here's I, the
1: thing. Chase Edmonds is a game-time decision.
2: I like Drake a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nobody likes a Drake. Nobody
2: likes a Drake. I think Slay's hurt, too. I mean, not that he wouldn't play Hopkins. Yeah. but um, Usual guys, you know, Drake, Hopkins – Kyler, yeah, I don't Fire think there's up. much sneakiness there. No. Kirk wouldn't be the worst idea.
1: How about Arnold?
2: Oh.
1: four straight games with a touchdown. I know, but he was like <laughs>
2: six targets in that time. <laughs> I can't do it, man.
1: He's gonna he's gonna vulture away a touchdown from Hopkins or
2: how about Goddard or Ertz? Goddard,
1: yes. He still had he had like four catches for sixty yards last yeah, week. Yeah, I, mean, I guess they, they just don't have anybody. They, there's not a much there. No, I don't young think quarterbacks. Really the honest. tight end's are best friend. He's right. the, you know he's the well, best. I guess one. he's
2: a top twelve guy. But yeah, how many passing attempts is Jalen Hurts gonna have? 20, Under twenty. Twenty. Yeah,
1: right around there. Big game of the week, Sunday at four twenty-five. Chiefs at Saints. Drew Brees. looks like he's going to play in this mm-hmm. football game. So fire up Michael Thomas. Oh yeah. Um, Kamara will have a million catches. Kamara's still. yeah, Kamara will be back. Those so
2: backers are really vulnerable yeah. for Kansas City.
1: Just in time for after all the Kamara, Kamara owners have been eliminated from the playoffs last week because he <laughs> right, hasn't done it. Yeah, right,
2: doesn't matter. <laughs> Jared Cook's higher on my list than Goddard or Gronk or Hurst or some of those guys we've mentioned. Yeah. Oh yeah, middle he's middle of the field. It, yeah, is he'll very be back. Right.
1: How about Emmanuel Sanders? Hmm. Chiefs corners aren't bad. They're not bad. Sanders. Um, Right no, before, I'm not a
2: huge believer. But right I before guess he the, produces.
1: you know, before Breeze got hurt, Sanders was starting to like get a little I know. They seem like they just kind of got it yeah.
2: together. I mean, he's a. He's, prob- he's
1: probably better than some of the other guys that we've talked about.
2: Probably. Probably. Okay. But it's a
1: bit of a. I mean, this is going to be a high scoring game.
2: They're going to be thrown in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, there's no question about that. Chief
1: side of things, you know who to play.
2: It's, yeah. It's not. There's nobody.
1: nothing crazy here. Don't go for any of the secondary options or anything like that.
2: But I don't know that Edward Solaire does much.
1: I don't think he will. No. no I mean, he's probably so a
2: starter for your fantasy team, but I wouldn't expect the moon.
1: No, I would not either. Uh Browns at Giants. The over/under's 44. No Daniel Jones, I don't think is going to I don't think he plays in this game. That's a Sunday night game. Right. Um so you better know that. I don't
2: seem like they're one of those teams where you start their guys because they're going to play high-scoring games unless it's a torrential downpour. See, floor. I think
1: they're going to I think they're
2: going to have a letdown in this one. I kind of do too and that run defense is good. Yeah. But I think Chubb's breaking off long runs in the fourth well, and quarter. And that's the that's the that's the you know thing. I mean? You
1: can have the letdown, but if you have the two backs and you just mm-hmm. keep pounding away, and then sooner or later, are you are So Hunt? You're, sta-
2: you're staying you're starting Chubb, of course.
1: You probably start Hunt.
2: I'm a, I'm away from Cooper though. I don't think I'm getting cute with any of the receivers or passing game. Though. Yeah, I don't know if Baker does a, has a huge game. Uh, yeah, I don't think he it's will. A pretty good defense.
1: How about uh, do you start having Ingram in this game? Yes. They're they're yeah they they can yeah. be had at the tight end position.
2: I hate all their receivers though. Um, Shepard, Slayton, Tate. Yeah. How about Gallman? Gallman's a must start. I think he's a must start. Yeah, and I think but he'll have some
1: success. That Browns D is bad. It's bad. It yeah. it, it is really bad. Uh, and then the Monday night game, Steelers at Bengals. No Bengals. No Bengals. Not a Not, single none. one. None. Steelers defense, a very 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 very. Right m- there with the Rams. Right. Might Just, be even better.
2: Might be even better. Sacks. I mean, obviously. Yeah,
1: if it looks like it's going to be Ryan Finley, the Steelers' could defense could post twenty-five yes. points.
2: I'm going to take the over on whatever Deontay's reception total. Yeah, is. the
1: over/under in the game is forty and a half.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. I don't know that it gets there. Yeah,
2: I was I'm leaning towards the under.
1: We haven't made our S- pick on the score yet, and we'll do that uh, in the next segment. But
2: I don't know that he gets ten points. Yeah,
1: I don't see how they get to ten.
2: And if the Steelers are up 15, it might be Rudolph handing off to McFarland for a quarter. Yeah, I you know agree. I mean?
1: That's the problem in this one. So, you know, James Conner, I think I think they want to establish the running game a little bit.
2: I'm sure it's on the agenda. But it's You're not right.
1: the biggest thing that they want to establish in this game. I think they want to reestablish Deont- Deontay Johnson yeah, right. Get his and Chase Claypool back. down the field.
2: I agree with that. You start in Claypool? Yes. Starting Ebron? Yes. Okay.
1: Ben? Yes. Claypool scored twice the last time against these guys. Right. Um, Deontay Johnson had uh, six for 111 or something like that.
2: It's weird to say about a rookie and a second-year player, but it would be nice to see the old Claypool and Johnson, you know what I mean, like like what they're capable of. I think that's what they want to reestablish here. That makes
1: some sense. And then when you do do that, then the running game kind of opens up a little bit more. I don't know how many
2: carries Connor will get.
1: That's the problem.
2: That would fade him a little. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he probably only plays early in the game.
1: Do you start Ben this week? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too.
2: Yeah. Primetime game with Ben on a mission. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Three had four touchdown passes against him the last time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Probably stretches the field a little more. And even if he doesn't, he probably does well. He probably still
1: throws 35 passes. Right, right, right.
2: I mean, he throws an awful lot. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely start Ben.
1: Yep, I agree. That is the uh, Fantasy Football Focus for this Hmm. week. We'll be back again on Tuesday to break down... Uh, all the week's action, uh, we will not have a show on Monday to uh, to do that uh, because the Steelers are playing that night. So. Right, right, right. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this.
0: You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.
1: Back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and Matt, um, I guess it's time for us to make our picks. Yeah, I game?
2: actually haven't given it any thought until that last segment. I've I mean, given I... it
1: a little bit of thought, but uh, I'm looking here at the, again, looking at the DVOAs here on, the, on Football Outsiders, and the Bengals are minus 29.8. Are they last? No, Jets the Jets are minus 37.8. Okay. I'm just
2: curious, where are the Jags?
1: The Jags are 30th at minus 23.9.
2: They're the three worst teams. I mean, I think that's pretty clear. Are Carolina or Houston 29? Actually, the
1: Chargers, if you look at this, um, they won't actually, this the Jackson, Jacksonville is but... 29th. The Chargers are 30th at minus 26.8. Hmm. Wow. Mostly because their, their special teams, teams are teams so are historically bad. Historically yeah. bad. Okay, that makes uh, sense, right. Denver's 28th, Dallas 27th, okay. uh, Detroit 26th, Houston 25th. Some of those teams
2: are playing okay now. Whatever.
1: But you've still put so much on paper that
2: right, right, right. It's a body of you know. work. Um, okay, here's a couple of over unders. Do the Steelers score on defense or special teams? Yeah, why not? I mean, I think there's a shot. I think there's a pretty I mean, good better shot. shot than yeah, usual. I mean, strip sack. Finley's going to put the, Finley's going to
1: put the ball on the ground or in harm's way. Right. There's not a doubt in my mind.
2: I mean, the ball's going to be on the turf or fluttering in the air, and is he going to? Look off Minka and full, mm, uh, I don't no. think. Right. No. Or drive an arm strength throw in there that no. Aiden or Nelson can't quite get to. And he doesn't even have
1: Mixon to hand off to 20 times. Right.
2: And they'll be losing. Yeah. And they'll play the whole game. I mean, he
1: play, they played him last year, and he had Mixon to hand the ball mm-hmm. off to. That's not going to be the case here.
2: I mean, I don't know how betting sites handle it, but I know you can like bet on a defensive or special team score, whatever the odds are, which are better than one-to-one, obviously. Yeah. It might be worth your time.
1: Yeah. And the Steelers are thirteen point favorites in this game. Yeah, might be the might be the bet of the year.
2: Might be the bet of the year. They're kind of on a vengeance. Familiar opponents. They embarrassed this team last time and rubbed. It coming in. off a yeah, coming off a two game
1: losing streak. You, hey, we got something to prove here. Oh, they're starting a garbage quarterback. Yeah. we don't care. They, they don't we care. went through all their their lineup yesterday with sure. all the injuries that the that the Bengals have had. Uh, this is a get right game for the Steelers.
2: Yep. How many yards, at the end of the day, do the Bengals rush for? Rush? Although they do that – this is a stupid Coach Taylor thing, that they're losing by 30 and they run they'll, the ball. They'll the keep part, running the football, right, yeah. When, when they get five-man boxes.
1: Or, you know, they'll, yeah, they'll, the, the Steelers will, in the fourth quarter would, would have their backups in and they're running the ball against mm, That's when they established Nixon yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah.
2: I still don't think they get uh, I don't 80 think that, yards. I don't though.
1: think they get 150 total yards.
2: No. Which is really low. I mean, how much on the ground? Seventy-five, if yeah, Finley's uh, Finley
1: played a a second half against Washington's defense. Okay, in a game um, that does he run much? Was close. He did last year, but he's not an athlete. But does he
2: run much? I don't know. He did
1: again. He did last year. Here's his numbers again in that game against Washington when he came in to replace um, Joe Burrow early in the second half. This was like first drive of the second half. uh, Burrow goes out. I think the score at the time against was, right? Yeah, I think the t- the score at the time was like thirteen nine. Okay,
2: yeah, I remember it was game was very much in. Yeah, you know, here's draft. what he did
1: the rest of the game. He was three for ten for thirty yards, Ooh. in an interception. Uh, was sacked four times, and had one carry for nineteen yards. Wow, running for his life.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, against Miami, I guess he runs because he's under pressure. A lot. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Against Miami, he was six or seven for forty yards in an interception. <laughs> <laughs> I see a. I last see a trend. Was horrible too. And then last week he was one for two for five yards with twice. He's been sacked. He's dropped back to pass nineteen times, and he's been sacked seven times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. I mean, he is
1: bad, bad, bad. He's played twenty. He's played twenty six, thirty three snaps, and he has been sacked seven times.
2: So, what number? Do, <laughs> what line do I have to set? For you to take the under on Steelers' sacks. Eight? I think I'd take over. Wow. You're taking over eight sacks. He's gonna play a full game. He's they gonna gonna don't have anybody else. <laughs> and he gets sacked eighty percent of his snaps or something crazy. <sighs> I'm exaggerating. But I mean if the if I'm setting the line at eight, you're going over? I might. Wow. I think it's gonna be a
3: bad,
1: bad game. Yeah, I do. Too. I think again, it's a, you get an angry Steelers team that that. You know, again, a get-right game. They need to have, they have a little something to prove here. Right. Against a, the How worst quarterback. Three?
2: I mean, this guy's not elusive either. Like He's no. not going to really like roll out to his left to stay away from TJ or their tackles are horrendous. Yeah. I think they get eight.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be a big number.
2: It's going to be a big number. It's
1: going to be a big number. Sacks plus turnovers. Ten. I might go over right, that. I go over like, <laughs> What
2: number do I have to set 12? You go under?
1: Probably under 12. Okay. 12 would be a massive and number. A half. Yeah.
2: I think I'm going under. Whew. Wow. That's a big number. No- again I'm looking I think at, it's going to go that way.
1: His his numbers from last year, he was 41 of 87. That's a 47% completion percentage.
2: This oh. is in the NFL. Right,
1: right, right. He was sacked in those games. He, again, dropped back to pass 87 times, or Last 87 period, pass you know, right? attempts. Yeah. He was sacked 11 times.
2: And they had guys then. Yeah. I mean, like, the line wasn't good, but it wasn't totally decimated by injury, and he at least had Mixon, Boyd. I mean, like, they yeah. had some dudes around him. And, you know, it wasn't like – they're worse now than they were then, is my point. Wow. He's How awful. How many times was he sacked in 87 drop? 11
1: times in 87 pass attempts.
2: I mean one out of eight is not good
1: not good. Wow that's an 11.2 sack percentage that's that would be the highest in the league this year I'm
2: sure and if this, year, this, his, year. this year his <laughs>
1: this year his sack percentage is 26.9 Wow,
0: wow.
1: <laughs> for his career on 106 pass attempts he's been sacked 18 times. that's a 14.5 sack per- I mean it's awful
2: and think about how many times he got hit or pressured yes. on top of that. It's going to be a high. The Steelers
1: high are going to hit him. Oh, a lot. A lot. Wow. Every time he drops back the pass, he is going to be hit.
2: I mean, I knew it was bad, but when you actually spell it out, I didn't think it was that bad, numbers-wise. I mean, the, It's as bad as it gets, I've ever heard.
1: The worst, I think, in the in the league this year, I think it, it Carson Wentz had a sack percentage of like 9.8 or something like that that was the worst mm. this year
2: this guy's a 14.5 for it's his career so much worse
1: that's holding on to the ball not no, he's got good receivers
2: and he's got good receivers right they get open yeah
1: there's wow. no such thing as open with this guy wow so I get, the, I get the I got the Steelers winning this thing 30 to six.
2: yeah I don't have this getting to 10 I have him getting nine points I'm gonna go like 27 nine because I we will know that Ben plays those last quarter yeah you know what I mean I, I think that I hear you I think you get a little rest in the fourth <laughs> quarter.
1: <laughs> I mean, they beat them last year with the Dak Hodges. Let's
2: right, all right. right. <laughs> I mean, you would definitely take yes that Rudolph gets snaps.
1: Yes, that that that's going to happen. I agree. That is going to happen. Uh, what was the score of their game last? The game with uh, they get the Steelers beat them sixteen to ten with Devlin Hodges a quarterback.
2: Wow, I don't think this team gets a ten. I don't think they do either. No, no. I mean, maybe it's a total garbage time while Cam and Water chuckling on the sidelines. Perhaps. 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 Special teams touchdown. It's going to be ugly.
1: It's going to be the ugliest Monday night game maybe. They really should have flexed that out. They should have flexed it.
2: I mean, they flexed out Niners-Cowboys out of Sunday night. If I'm in Wichita, Kansas, I'd rather watch Niners-Cowboys than this. Yeah. Plus, I've seen a lot of Steelers on primetime lately. (laughs) You know, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to be good.
1: It's not going to be pretty, but uh, we're going to take a break.
2: What the Steelers need though?
1: It's exactly what they need. It's it's like an elixir. Yeah. Uh, here come perfect. the Bengals. Perfect.
2: I hope that Steeler Nation's not like they didn't beat them bad enough. Yeah. But you, if this is an even game, I'm going to be hard on the Steelers.
1: Oh, if it's you know if they win at 16 to 10 this year, then yeah, there's yeah. there's some problems.
2: There's some problems, right? But yeah, I, I don't expect that to I happen. don't either.
1: He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this with uh, Dave Damashek of right. uh, NFL.com. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson and Matt. As we do every week, uh, we like to finish things off with uh, Dave Damischek of the NFL Network yeah. at NFL.com. Uh, Dave, a friend of the show, and also uh, drops in on the DVE morning show uh, every week, and we like to play that back for you.
2: Yeah, let's just dig right in. He always has good stuff to say. Oh, and is highly entertaining. In that, in yeah. That, right, so let's let's, uh, let's
1: get to Dave, and uh, here's here's what he had to say on the DVE morning show.
2: It's the DVE
4: Morning Show, and ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to present for the last time in the 2020 calendar year on the DVE Morning Show, our friend from Southern California, born and raised here on the banks of the Three Rivers, Dave Damoshek from the Minus Three Podcast and Extra Points Podcast. Dave, how are you?
5: Ho, ho, hey! And happy Hanukkah and all the rest of it, fellas. Happy, how- Chinooka
4: as, uh, yeah, happy, happy Chinooka as Smokey Robinson. Happy Chinooka. Happy Chinooka. Smokey Robinson has redubbed Hanukkah Chinooka. I don't know if you saw that video, but you know I
5: did not. I did I, I did not. I how is it possible in the twenty-first century? I always resented the the smart ass in uh in middle school who would act like he's never heard the word chinooka like yeah, you it's not out there it's not you're not uh picking that up we live in the same neighborhood it's really that foreign to you but smoky robinson <laughs> you've been
4: in the music industry your entire life
5: never ran across any jewish people speaking of uh speaking of the holiday songs and all of that and smoky sings some nice uh, holiday tunes i always remember this is uh, uh it's um a complicated emotional time for me. The holiday season is I enjoy the snow or I miss the snow, something awful out here in LA and I'm jealous of you guys and all the good times in Pittsburgh, PA, Um, you know, playoffs nigh. What else is new for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Let's (laughs) remember to, to uh, celebrate that fact and not bemoan the fact that we've lost two in a row. But I always remember, remember in music class in elementary school, you'd like once a week or so gather around the piano and the music teacher would play whatever were see- was the seasonally appropriate songs, sure. <laughs> old gray school there, Wilkinsburg. Uh, when I was growing up, gray school doesn't exist anymore, but, um, that we would do that. And a- as Christmas would approach, it would be all, it would be all Christmas songs. And, you know, as a, as a young Jew, I didn't, I'm not like a, a man of, uh, of godliness, but nevertheless, nominally a Jew and, We would all be singing those Christmas songs and I would be confused. Like, am I supposed to sing about Jesus Christ as Lord? You know, like, I don't know if that's appropriate. Like, is somebody going to hear that? And I'm going to get kicked out of, out of, out of the synagogue. I don't know what's going to happen. And so we would do all those. And then like two thirds of the way through the class, the music teacher, I remember this distinctly said, uh, okay, class, now it's time to sing a song for David. And the whole class was like, ah, and then we had to sing a Hanukkah song. And it was, it was uh, so objectifying and awful. Like everybody resented me for the terrible Hanukkah. It wasn't even the good one about the dreidel. Like the dreidel one is snappy. Like, but the other (laughs) one's like, like Hanukkah, Hanukkah. (laughs) All the kids were like, were, 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 were PO'd at me. And I'm like, well, I didn't, I I don't want, I don't want this any more than you do. Don't give me the stink eye. Let's go back and sing about Jesus for all I care.
2: Thanks, Davey Downer. We were all in the Christmas mood and then. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Oh, Mr. Candles over here. Santa's not good enough for him, I guess. Anyway, I don't know. So anyway, happy holidays.
4: (laughs) Then the one kid whose dad is in the same church as Mel Gibson is like, he killed our
5: Lord. And you're like, what? (laughs) No. I just I call you I call you out damn Mashek. like I don't want to fight I don't care I, don't, I didn't make do it, anything I don't want I'm seven <laughs> I have nothing to do I have nothing to do with any of it
4: I'm <laughs> seven I don't know you this. saw
5: me I was just sitting here she's the one who said the song for, I didn't ask for a Hanukkah song you heard
4: Yes. Well, there you go. The root of all anti-Semitism is forcing kids to sing Hanukkah songs.
5: I, you know, yeah. who knew that? Yeah. In honor of uh cope, we should uh, really be belting out a tune about the, uh, about the bongos. <laughs> we could either do that or we could sing the Steelers polka and, you know, anything to, to remind ourselves that, uh, that, you know, we're in the front seat of the pro football car here at all times. And, I you know what we talked about it last week and I'm gonna say it again now, fellas. Get on board or get the hell out of the way. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm ride, I'm riding with seven. I'm riding with seven the rest of the way. He basically gave us our Aaron Rodgers Yinzer version of relax. He gave like, everybody, everybody buckle. Relaxing that. Oh, yeah. They just settled down. We we got more time before the playoffs. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna ride with seven. I'm gonna trust in him. I want to go back to uh, your
4: invoking Myron and his um, Deck the Broncos song. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he, he of course, the Bungles were his uh, longtime foil. The The Deck the Broncos song is particularly poignant, not just for the holiday season. <laughs> poignant. C- correlation. <laughs> but he made up a... War- Deck the Broncos, they're just Yonkos. And nobody mm-hmm. knew what Yonkos was. It, it, previously, heretofore did not exist. But he Dr. Seussed it. Immediately, everyone's like, Yonkos. Perfect word <laughs> for them guys. They're total Yonkos. <laughs> They're, <broncos. laughs> They're just Yonkos. Now, it sounds like it might have a Yiddish derivation, but I don't believe Yonko is a real word,
5: is it? It just sounds like something Myron would call somebody. Well, like I say, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know if it is Yiddish. I'm not. I'm not studied up on it. But yes, uh, that's the level I want to get to in life. I don't know that I ever will, but I think that's the goal. Is that P- You just get to throw out whole pap and people buy it. Like yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, Cope said it. It must be okay, dude. Yeah, let's go with it. Yonkos. To
4: to give you an idea of the power of Myron Cope over the word, uh, if you Google what does Yonko mean. It actually means four emperors. The th- they are the strongest pirates in the world: Shanks, Big Mom, Kaido, and Bob. Uh, apparently, Whitebeard was one of them. So the
5: not the, the st- Cobra Dave Parker. No, not those pirates.
4: <laughs> nope. Oh. these are uh, Yonkos. Were actually strong pirates. So Deck to the Broncos, they're just Yonkos. He invented a new meaning for the word Yonko, and nobody knew the original one. Dave, uh, before, we, before we go, I want to ask you this uh, Christmas-themed question. Mm. In terms of football-themed toys you could get at Christmas as a youngster, which was better, the electric football set mm-hmm. or Supertoe, the kicker who you pounded oh, on it. top of his head and then yeah. he kicked a plastic football? And it came with a plastic football field and uprights, and you could kick field goals around the house.
5: Well, I mean, this is uh, there are different levels, uh, different ways to answer this question. The uh, I, I feel like right here, the correct answer is all, all of the above, because at least for one night, when you <laughs> unwrap those things, as long as you got the real trick was um, when you opened up the electric football or the rod hockey game or anything else. Were there Pittsburgh-based teams within? Like, as long as you got the the little electric football, and yes. it was Steelers against the Cowboys, you win. If you got the Penguins and the Islanders, you win. The Penguins wouldn't win against the Islanders, but at least you did in your own home. <laughs> the bonk that bonk the guy on top of the head and kicked the ball. Also a magical time. What did you do with it in the early days of February? I don't know. It was deep in your closet somewhere. You were yeah. done playing with it by then, but at <laughs> least for one, uh, for, for, uh, one <laughs> night or maybe one week, you got something out of it. Listen, well, it's a, it, it, we're all winners and you know what? I'm not a winner today. And you guys are because I can't go outside and play snow football. You can, I hope everyone within the sound of my voice takes advantage of this, uh, of this great gift delivered by, uh, by, I don't know, by your God or the one who we were singing about in music class that everybody <laughs> resented me for singing about. But whoever did it, I say thank you. And I also say thank you to Bauman and Crawford for another grand year of keeping Pittsburgh entertained in this all-time miserable year. You guys make Pittsburgh. the it, It's called the most livable city. I really do think you guys are as good a thing as, uh, as America's best city has going for it. And I appreciate the chance to get the kibitz with you. So, I mean, seventeen times a year, I get the kibitz with you about uh, Pittsburgh Steelers football. Uh, Myron Cope gets the gets away with saying "Yonkos" and everybody accepts it. I get to talk on the DV Morning Show mm-hmm. with you two fellas uh, a few it's times every year. It's just, it's, it's. Uh, Talk about blessings. I, I, I couldn't uh, be more thrilled that this is uh, the station I've arrived. At. I just wish we could go out and celebrate it with a game of snow football or bonk the, the kicker on the head in the <laughs> snow. See if he could get it done under adverse circumstances. And remember, one more thing. when you're When, when the Bengals come out, just remember, if the Steelers could rally – with 90 seconds left, down in Cincinnati, and Vontez Perfect running off the field with his finger wagging and everything else. <laughs> if that could happen five years ago, the Steelers can go to a Super Bowl this time around on the right arm of future Hall of Famer Big Ben Roethlisberger. Ho ho ho! Let's make it so. Dave Damishek, make sure to check out minus
4: three podcast, extra points podcast, uh, and uh, wishing you and yours a happy, healthy, safe holiday season, Dave. And uh, I'm going to make sure my family sings a Hanukkah song in honor of you this year. And there will be no grumbling. Just all appreciation for all that you do for us here at DVE.
5: Deck the halls with... (laughs) Back them bungles, they're just bungles. What rhymes with bungles?
4: (laughs) Here's my other question. Why did he say fa ga, ga 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 I mean, there was no reason to augment that part of the song. Whiskey,
5: that's why. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> I get, you say yeah.
5: it with a mouthful of liquor. I get making up <laughs> yonkos. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, you're Bill, you're saying he was gargling.
0: <laughs>
4: Myron having a hot toddy to bring in uh, to ring yeah. in the holiday season. Yes, well, let's all adjourn and grab our respective. Hot toddies, the DVE morning show, Christmas Zoom-tacular is uh, going to be broadcast here shortly, and we're sorry you couldn't be a part of that one, Dave. But we wanted to keep it real tight to the vest this year. Real, just, just, uh, we wanted to celebrate the core group, you know, the, like the Beatles. We didn't want to have your Billy Preston like persona lording over us. <laughs>
5: I appreciate it. I, uh, I, I am uh, blessed for the inclusion.
1: That was NFL Network and NFL.com's Dave Dameshek uh, earlier today on the DVE Morning Show. Oh, absolutely, got to close <laughs> it out with Dave as we do every week, and uh, that's going to do it for our shows this week. Again, we'll be back uh, Tuesday, Wednesday next week because of where Christmas falls. I would assume a similar schedule the, the following week mm, didn't think uh, about with, that. with uh, We're New have to Year's. Make Colt's except we'll do days. a Monday show next week because.
2: Hey, the Steelers have a game on a Sunday yeah, and in that? the afternoon. Wow, and it's, I didn't think yeah. about the future schedule. Crazy. We're gonna squeeze a lot in next week though. we We're got to win the game are. and preview a big one.
1: Yeah, previewing a big one. Uh so keep an eye on that uh, Colts game, see what happens with them in Houston this week. Of course the Browns playing Sunday night. If the Steelers uh if they lose to the Giants, the Steelers clinch the division. Steelers win Monday night, they clinch the division. Yeah, yeah. So they they're clinch the, the, the division. The magic number is one. Love it. Yeah. So For my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob here on site keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.